Hello again to Last Week in Bitcoin. It's June 4th, 2021, and my name is Anita Posh. This week's news are Bitcoin on the moon, taproot lock-in, Bitcoin adoption in Zimbabwe, inflation is under control, China stays in the Bitcoin news, India's Reserve Bank statement, Bitcoin was on the moon in detail, and imagine a permissionless future. Stay with me. Bitcoin is a community project and that's what I love about it. Anybody can participate as a saver, user, developer, commentator, educator like me and tinkerer. Now radio amateurs from Brazil outpaced companies and a certain billionaire in sending Bitcoin to the moon and back to earth. Quite mind-boggling. This group left a message on their website saying... You don't have to be some eccentric billionaire to push the boundaries of the earth in search of freedom. Taproot lock-in may be successful soon. Last week, I was explaining the advantages of a technical improvement of the Bitcoin software called Taproot, which improves scalability, privacy and sets up foundational scaffolding for future improvements. All decisions in Bitcoin to adapt the software have to be community-based. Any user can decide freely which software version to run. In the last weeks, the miners had the possibility to signal if they will adapt Taproot or not. Now, 97% of all miners are sending positive signals in their blocks, which means that in about 10 days, Taproot will be automatically locked in and the soft fork will be deployed in November. This is great news and a huge step forward in strengthening Bitcoin's privacy, neutrality and permissionlessness, which makes it unique in the whole cryptocurrency space. Bitcoin adoption in Zimbabwe Bitcoin is supporting the humanitarian cause. It enables people to send and save money even if they live in authoritarian countries like Zimbabwe. If you have been following my work, you know that I went to Africa early 2020 to research the use of Bitcoin through interviews, you can find the results on my podcast, and to spread the word through talks in Zimbabwe. The next thing that happens is, I can pay that out now. I have now earned 250 sats. Back then. Trading volume was so low that the peer-to-peer -peer trading platform Local Bitcoin didn't even have any numbers. Now things have changed. High inflation, currency controls and a broken banking system are the reasons why Zimbabweans start using Bitcoin. In a 2020 survey by Local Bitcoins, a third of all participants said that they buy and hold Bitcoin as an investment for long-term price increase. 25% are trading to make profit, 15% purchased Bitcoin to learn and 7% use it for payments. In the first quarter of 2021, there was a 125% increase in trading volume on local bitcoins and bitcoin worth 850,000 US dollars were traded. As you might know, the highest inflation rates are in countries like Zimbabwe and Venezuela. But if you think that the central banks and governments of the 10% of countries that are full democracies have inflation under control, well, think again. 
The inflation rate is calculated on the basis of a basket of consumer goods and services. While they might include rent, they don't measure house prices. Here are the winning countries with the highest price rises from 2020 to 21. On top of the scale, Turkey with 32% price increases in housing. New Zealand, 22%. In the US, house prices have increased 13% and in Austria, 12%. Global food prices also have surged by the biggest margin in a decade. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization's monthly index showed the largest jump since 2011. In West Africa, the price of staples is up 40% over a five-year average, with countries like Nigeria experiencing food inflation of 23%. Even worse is the situation in Lebanon, Syria and Sudan, with food price inflation of more than 200%. In the UK and Europe, the prices could rise in the second half of the year. China stays in the Bitcoin news. China does this, China does that. Whenever China banned Bitcoin, the price went up. Now, as part of the rollout of their digital surveillance currency, the digital yuan is handed out to citizens of Beijing in form of a lottery. Residents can use two banking apps to apply to win 200 yuan each, in total 40 million renminbi. Li Bo, deputy governor of the People's Bank of China, said in April that the central bank would expand the scope of its pilot projects and could even allow foreign visitors at the 22 Beijing Winter Olympics to use it. He also stated that the digital yuan was for domestic use and does not attempt to challenge the dominance of the US dollar. Li said, I think our goal is to allow the market to choose and to facilitate international trade and investment. Well, isn't that a contradiction? I'd say yes, they are challenging the US dollar. India. Two months ago, rumor had it that the Indian government wants to ban Bitcoin. Nonetheless, the trading volume was surging in the country. This week, the Reserve Bank of India is directing Indian banks to stop deplatforming crypto customers. The ruling these risk-averse banks were referencing is now officially set aside and no longer valid. Bitcoin was on the moon. While you are maybe waiting for Bitcoin's price to go to the moon, one Bitcoin transaction was already on the moon. On April 24th in 2021, a group of radio amateurs in Brazil sent a transaction from Belo Horizonte to the moon and back to Campinas. And that's how it worked. A Bitcoin transaction is like a small text file. This text file was morsed and transmitted over radio signals to the moon, where the signal was mirrored and sent back on Earth to 600 kilometers away Campinas. This is the transaction. You can look it up in a blockchain explorer. In Campinas, the recipient decoded it from Morse, signed the transaction and sent it to the Bitcoin network to be mined. After being included in the blockchain, it reached the final recipient. It took three months of intense preparation to accomplish the experiment. In the next experiment, which will be broadcasted live, the group will make a payment over the Lightning Network. In addition, the group did a second broadcast playing the Luna solo, teasing Elon Musk, where it was said, Elon, 
We did it first, to show that you don't have to be some eccentric billionaire to push the boundaries of the earth in search of freedom. And this brings us to this week's interview with Exiled Surfer, who was a participant on the Cypherpunks mailing list where Satoshi Nakamoto first presented Bitcoin. Exiled Surfer's stories about Bitcoin's roots and development in the first years are fascinating, as well as his perspectives on building the future of finance and the societal impact of cryptography. The 20th century paradigm is that you have a birth certificate, You have, you know, high school diploma, you have a driver's license, you have a passport, you have all these documents that say that you have a right to do certain different things, okay, that establish your identity. And the idea behind public, private, key pair cryptography is that is all it is that you need to have an identity, right? So it's not that we don't have identity, it's that we have identities that are not necessarily tied to personal data and not tied to, type, to the type of documentation or personal data that then enables you or gives you the right to do something. It's a very, it's, it's like a, an incredible human rights progression that all I need is this trustless way of establishing a transaction, whether it's financial or a message, yeah, that that's not tied to my own whole personal history is an amazing, uh, amazing development, what I call the 21st century paradigm right well thanks for watching last week in bitcoin with me anita posh if you like this kind of content please subscribe to my show at anita.link slash subscribe and hit the youtube subscribe button now